To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Peter Lewis, Asia Business Correspondent with us now. Evening, Peter. Uh, Evening, Heather. Seriously, how much of a threat is a 90-year-old Catholic cardinal? Well, according to the National Security Police, uh, a very, very big threat because he's been arrested um, along with three others um, in connection with a fund uh, that was set up uh, a couple of years ago to help uh, provide legal assistance and medical treatments for those who were hurt or arrested during the social unrest. So Cardinal Joseph Zen, um, who's a widely respected figure here, uh, very well known in Hong Kong, he's the former bishop uh, of Hong Kong, is one of those arrested because he was a, a trustee of the fund. Um, and he's been arrested on conspiracy of colluding with foreign forces to endanger uh, national security. And if he's found guilty, he could face life um, in prison. And this has sent shockwaves through um, Hong Kong because, first of all, um, this is a cardinal of the Roman Catholic Church. I mean, cardinals in the Roman Catholic Church, they're, they're the, the princes, if you like, of the Roman Catholic Church. They, um, they run ministries all around the world. Some of them will select uh, the next pope. There's only two living cardinals anywhere on Chinese uh, soil. Both of them are here in Hong Kong, in fact. Uh, Joseph Zen is one of them. And then the other one is the former bishop of Hong Kong, John Tong. But this is the first time ever that a Catholic cardinal has been arrested on Chinese soil after religious freedom was was gradually restored, um, after it was banned, basically, during the Cultural Revolution. So it's raising a lot of questions here about what this means uh, for for religious freedom um, going on in the city and just how far this national security law um, can go. I remember when it was first introduced, Carrie Lam said, only the most violent elements in society would need to fear it. Well, at the moment, out of all the people who are in jail, about 75-80% of them are in jail for things they've said, for thought crimes, for speech crimes, um, for things they've often said either in private or written on social media, on Facebook and Twitter um, and so on. So this really, in many ways, is a new low for Hong Kong. Peter, the Vatican has said that it's concerned about it quite rightly. Is there anything that they can do diplomatically to to try to get this guy out? Well, the Vatican has been very wishy-washy when it comes to criticising China. It's very, very reluctant uh, to get involved in any of the alleged human rights abuses that are are going on. Uh, It's done its best to try and almost appease China, uh, Mm. I I would say, because, um, you know, the... um, President Xi Jinping wants the right to have the final say in the appointment of bishops and archbishops uh, on on mainland China. And the Vatican has been trying to do a deal with him over that, which will cede some of that uh, right to do so. So the statement that the Vatican came out with, which was to say that they were concerned and they were watching it very closely, uh, was was a fairly mild um, statement. If you compare that to what organizations such as the Human uh, Rights Watch were saying, they, they said, um, this illustrates the city's, <coughs> excuse me, free fall in human rights in the past two years. A lot of other groups have put out much stronger statements. Now, Peter, in a twist nobody expected at all, the only guy running for the chief executive has won. 
Yeah, what a shock, eh? <laughs> well, we spoke about this last week. John Lee, who is the only candidate running, um, actually won the race. He got 1,416 votes out of the 1,500 members of the Beijing hand-picked election committee. Um, and one of the things he said astonishingly um, afterwards um, was that I got 99% of the vote. <laughs> and he was quite proud of that. What he failed to mention uh, when we come to 99% is that 99% of the population of Hong Kong didn't get a vote at all. Um, but he didn't mention that in his, uh, in his speech. Jeez, talk about being tone deaf. Hey, Peter, thanks very much. Enjoy your weekend. Peter Lewis, Asia Business Correspondent.